0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app.
2: So let's go to the Roman video line. We have a very, very special guest, Tyler Reddick, who is the driver of the number eight Bet MGM Chevrolet. He's got a massive race coming up. Uh, in Vegas, he is plus fourteen to win, plus fourteen hundred to win it all. Excuse me, plus twenty five hundred to win this whole damn cup series. I hope you know all these things. Yeah, do you know, Tyler? This, do you th- know your odds? Do
1: you ever check your odds? Uh, um, I don't keep up with them too much. I, well, I mean, can't really. I can't bet on myself, and, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, the little bit I do hear about it is, you know, when it when it comes across, you know, in the mentions and everything like that on Twitter. Um, but other than that, I, I don't know. I, I don't really keep up with it too much for the most part. Last couple of years, um, well, since I've been in the Cup Series, we're kind of, you know, we've, we've been the underdog trying to get our way to the top and and be competing at the front more often. So kind of know going into the race that, you know, we kind of are underdogs most of the time anyways.
2: No doubt, no doubt. You've been racing since you were four. Four years old? Yeah. That's, that is absolutely banana land. Uh, I've never heard of anything. So, uh, I mean, your parents must be uh, high risk takers um, to allow that. You you hold a ton of records for being the youngest driver to, to qualify for a lot of things, um, like the pole at Eldora, the world of outlaws, et cetera, et cetera. Do you plan by any chance to put your own son behind the wheel at that age? And do you hope by any chance that he breaks your records?
1: Well, um, I hope he does. Um, I don't even know if he would end up really racing the same things I did if he ever wanted to get behind the wheel of a race car. he. My son, Bo definitely shows a lot of interest in racing and in cars, um, but he's still he's still pretty young. He's two years old, so, you know, uh, my friend Casey that I grew up with, he got started three and a half, so we still got a year and a half, you know, before you really have to start thinking about it too much, I'd say.
2: How do you even know, like, if a kid is capable or willing at that age that... They want to just get into the racing game.
1: Well, um, the, the races he has been at the track, um, he's always wanting to get in my car. Uh, if yeah. it's on the pre-race grid, like before we do National Anthem and um, er, and all that type of stuff. Um, he's always getting in the car, putting steering wheel on for him. And he's pretending he's driving it. Um, whenever I'm at home, you know, trying to get some, some time and, and hours on the simulator that I have at the house. He's always trying to uh, steal the wheel and drive the car around the track, all that kind of stuff. So he definitely likes cars. He's got a lot of toy cars. He loves watching racing of any kind, honestly, um, on television. So
2: he's all about it.
1: So I'm probably in trouble. Um, I'm just waiting for him to really, um, you know, I guess kind of take the initiative even at, even I guess at three and a half, four. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to be into it. If he really wants to do it, then I'm going to have to start thinking
0: about... um, (laughs) making some more money. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So how do you like during the week, you know, especially here on a Thursday, you know, as we approach the weekend, how do you prepare for a race? You know, like what's your preparation and when do you start to get a little nervous? Like, is it when you step into the car, do you even get nervous? You know, what's your preparation like race week?
1: Certainly um, over the years, the more that I've put into the preparation of the race weekend or the race year ahead, um, you know, the nervousness, or you know the doubts that you just have uh have, have decreased over time um so uh for me uh you know the butterflies if you will only have really occurred in, in really huge moments you yeah. know my first my first truck start then it was my first Xfinity start the first time um you know or the second time actually not even the first time but the second time going to Homestead trying to win an Xfinity championship go back to back and then just some of the big moments you know they still occur in the cup series because Um, I I think some of that comes from just not having been to victory lane yet. You know, those, those what ifs, those, what could happen, what could happen next. And, um, well, last weekend was pretty much a product of that, you know, everything was going good. And then a flat tire just, just came out of nowhere, but they still occur. But, um, you know, the more that I put into it helps me uh, not have those moments, not have those feelings. So I'm feeling pretty clear-minded when uh, it comes time to do business
0: yeah and that's what I wanted to ask you kind of is like how do you bounce back and also like let's say like something goes wrong but it's not really your fault like you brought up like last weekend you know everything's going your way for 151 laps and then you hit that 152nd lap and your left rear tire blows out and that's really not something you have control over like in a lot of sports you know like if LeBron misses a game winner maybe there's something you could do to improve it but like you know what do you do you know like in a situation like that and how do you how do you bounce back because like I lose a video game and I'm depressed for like 4 hours man if or a bet you know or a bet yeah if I lose this bulls yeah. bet here I'm I'm depressed so how do you just bounce back
1: Well it I think for me it's easy to kind of well it's easy to bounce back because of I guess kind of all falls back on the preparation side of things or um okay like there isn't any reason why we can't go out you know, I guess, for example, you know, there isn't any reason we can't go out and do the the exact same thing next weekend. The areas that we were really strong in are not areas that are, you know, they're not areas that are just specific to the racetrack we were at. You know, it's good to be um, making good adjustments on your race car. You know, you got to be able to do that everywhere you go, every racetrack. Uh, Your pit crew, anytime that they're performing at the level that they were on Sunday for myself and our team, um, that makes your day a whole lot better too. So a lot of the areas that we were doing a really good job at, um, are, are in places and in areas that apply to all race weekends or majority of them. So for me, you know, it kind of falls back to the work that we put in the off season, the work that I normally put in during the week. Um, you know, when we have those moments happen, it's not the end of the world because truly, uh, we all feel like, well, we, we didn't, we didn't win this weekend, but, but next weekend's a very good opportunity. And we don't want to let next weekend get away from us because we're, um, unable to let go of what, what happened to us a few days ago.
2: And this is like a very non-sequitur, but given the fact that you also drive a regular car, um, what is that dynamic for you and your mindset for that? Are you ultra chill and laid back because you have an outlet where you can be able to like unleash speed and do all these highly tactical uh, moves? Or are you ultra aggressive because you know you're on a better level than pretty much every other driver on the road when you're uh, <laughs> on a commute?
1: Um, well... It- once I finally turned um 18 and I didn't get a license when I was 16 I I I got it when I finally turned 18 when I moved to North Carolina to start racing in NASCAR I'd say the first two three years that I had my license um I was a bit wild because I never really got to drive a lot growing up on the road around other people or you know on the street so um, I was a bit crazy for a while but it's kind of if anything, become more methodical. Like I, you know, I'm very strategic about how I'm going to speed on the highway. You know, I'm like all playing the numbers game, like the percentages of it. Like I'm not going to go 25 miles an hour with the speed limit because I know I'm going to get pulled over. You know, I try and be smart, and if anything, I just try to make the most efficient use of my time. I kind of, you know, when you look at traffic jams on the highway, you just pretend it's like a super speedway race. You want to get in the line that's going to the front. Um, you know, you want to get through traffic as fast as you can. I mean, I'm not cutting people off doing anything crazy like that. Cause I mean, it, it's a highway full of a lot of people. You're going to make a mistake as we drivers do more than likely two, or three times during a race weekend, you know, uh, we don't, we don't have to get out of the cars and in exchange insurance. It's a little bit different, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty calm. I'd say, or I feel like I am, I don't know. I've when I have, um, friends in the car that don't ride with me that often. Sometimes they'll be like, what was that? I'm like, what do you mean? I was pretty calm. They're like, no, it wasn't. Like, All right, well, I need to rethink what calm is um, and what what normal for me is. And maybe it, maybe I do drive crazy in other people's eyes.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDSE. Besides, you know, just winning races, winning a bunch of money, like, let's be honest, and making a living, like, what are your uh, long-term goals? You know, like, when you do, like, when you call it a career, you know, like, what do you want to be remembered for? And what are some accomplishments that you want to be remembered for as well?
1: Man, I'm not even, I... I I'm not even really thinking about that yet to be honest but you
0: got you got plenty of time
1: yeah well I mean if anything you know um just I guess the things that you know that that make me who I am the things that I think are, are my strong suits you know I'm always gonna give it 110 in the race car every single race weekend whether it's a good day a bad day or you know an awful day um I'm always going to be willing to work harder than you know, I, I, feel like I work, I, I do more and I put more into pre- preparation than my competition. And because of that, you know, it gives me confidence going the race weekend. So I think those type of things, um, you know, it'd be nice to be remembered by, you know, it's always cool to be the guy that is always doing the move or making the, going to the next place that somebody hasn't thought of yet to make something work. It doesn't always pan out, unfortunately, but those are some things, but I haven't even really thought about that a whole lot, to be honest, because, uh, 26. I'm hoping I race another 30 years at least. Yeah, if not more than that. So that's the plan right now.
0: I like uh, I like the rivalries. Like you know, I like when guys like go at it a little bit. I grew up like watching the movies like Days of Thunder and Cold Trickle. Is there anybody? and You don't have to answer this. You probably can't. But is there anybody that you like just can't stand, or anybody that you've, or you even? just
2: have like a NASCAR rivalry, yeah, rivalry with? We'll even just like call a friendly it rivalry. Friendly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like
0: you know Jordan and Magic Johnson.
1: Well, I I don't say I have. I guess a driver I, I that in the field that just, you know, that I race around enough that drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um a lot of the drivers at the front of the NASCAR field are really smart. Um they have a good head on their shoulders um and, and well, they get it, you know, because well they're champions, they've won races, they understand the big picture. I wouldn't say it's a, a bad rivalry, you know, but a friendly rivalry um that I'm hoping gets to play out more and I get to race around him more this year. So I wouldn't say it's one right now, but I'm hoping it becomes one, is with Kyle Larson because me and him go back, gosh, to the days when we were six, seven years old racing go-karts in California against each other, and he kind of went the open dirt racing route. I went in the dirt late model racing route, and then we've now come back, and we're racing against each other in the Cup Series, so that's one that I hope happens because we got to have a lot of really fun battles as kids growing up, and I would love for that to come full circle, and we get back to battling hard on the... The NASCAR super
0: speedways how,
2: how stylistically would you say you guys compare because it felt like when you were uh, talking about the folks at the top of, of NASCAR um, you said that they get it they have a good head on their shoulders they don't they don't do things out there that are reckless is that sometimes not always the same uh, with some of the, the lower competition maybe even Kyle
1: oh no Kyle's Kyle's top of the ladder he's he's the best driver in the cup series by far right now um you, talent wise he's 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 shown that for a number of years but but certainly he's the best. I I'd say that's that's the benchmark everyone's chasing after. But you know, there are times when, you know, there there's teams and I've I've been guilty of this myself in years past. Um and even races past, you know, when you're not running a lot at the front, you you know, you get kind of desperate to to maintain that track position. Right. You make some moves that, you know, uh other drivers that run up front more often won't make. And you know that's kind of that desperation comes out when because of that and sometimes you make moves you shouldn't but the more you race up front the easier it is to kind of understand the mindset that that's best for racing up around those drivers and, and each driver takes a little bit different approach to to, to try and get around them past them or uh figure out where you know where your car is better than the next so it just it does it does kind of scale differently depending on who you're racing at in the field some guys other uh, you know not having good days Uh, are pretty, pretty easy to get by. And then there's some guys that aren't having good days uh, that are very difficult, but that's what makes racing very unique is the drivers uh, have a lot going on. And sometimes, uh, you know, you're not really sure what you're going to expect when you, when you get to one or the other.
0: Tyler, we only got about uh, 60 seconds left. What would you say the key to victory is this weekend, you know, besides driving fast and being really smart?
1: Well, those are two very important parts. Cause, um, cause
0: I'm betting on you when when my, all my, all my money's on you. No plus, pressure.
1: Plus <laughs> plus when I think of Vegas, it's actually a lot like Fontana. Um, you're going to have to be able to move around all over this racetrack and make speed. Um, but it's going to take great execution on pit road. Um, and you gotta be really, really smart on the, on the short runs and on the restarts, but I think how it plays out, um, the, the guy like the, that has a type of day, like Larson did, um, and winning that race. You know, we'll be the guys that are up there towards the front. You need to be able to be up there all day. It's going to be very difficult to kind of make a late race charge through the field and get there. You're going to see it from those that have been up there all day long, and and hopefully we're we're part of that equation as well.
0: Thanks so much, man. We'll awesome. be rooting for you.
2: Rooting for you, Kyle. Thank you. Tyler. Sorry, my bad. Uh, I was looking. Oh, you say Kyle?
0: I thought you said pal. Oh man.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was literally just had a. I literally just had a. uh uh, a Freudian slip, as you were. Th- <laughs> I was thinking about your rivalry. That was uh, Tyler Reddick, driver of the number eight. She better not be betting on I'm him. I'm not. Over here I definitely was, was looking at <laughs> I odds look at though. I'm her screen to make sure. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at the BetMGM app right now. Uh, plus fourteen hundred right now. Plus twenty five hundred to win the whole Cup Series. Pennzoil Four Hundred presented by Jiffy Lube. That is Sunday, March sixth at three thirty p.m. on Fox. The track, Las Vegas Motor. Speedway. Good stuff. I'm in. So good. Plus 1400. I'm in.
0: I'm in too. I'm in.
2: Good head on his shoulders, and I hope his son is even better than him.